Welcome back to Two Girls One Day. Hello? Are you coming to this party tonight? No, we're filming a podcast. <laughs> Shy Logan and Mia, let's get into it. <laughs> what was that intro? <laughs> Just our holiday intro. Okay, Shy says that, but she literally decorated the whole house. The house is fully decorated for Christmas. Yes. But I, I'm not singing Christmas music. She doesn't want you to know that she's jolly this year. It's really bringing up my spirits, honestly. So uh, You're welcome. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> How's your week going? <laughs> <laughs> um... I feel like my week has been pretty uneventful, as usual. Um, I have gone to home state twice. Oh, well, that's and crazy. just worked. Oh. And what? You were at home state, like, working? No. That's what you said. Well, no, I went to home state twice. Oh, and, comma. Oh, sorry, comma. <laughs> oh. Semicolon. I thought you were going there during the day. I was like, okay, you really have a I'm problem. Like, we need to get help. Like, help yeah, I was like, we need to have a conversation. I fear you're an alcoholic. <laughs> I already fear that for you. I am not an alcoholic. Because I go, like, I've gone, like, five days recently and not drink. Okay, sorry, two days. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but alcoholics can't go a day without drinking, so there's not a problem there yet. <laughs> you're teetering that line. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> it's the holidays. <laughs> I'm going through something. <laughs> and I'll be fine if I have alcohol. Wait, what That's are you going through? Being an alcoholic. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Anyways. Other chai? than that. Chai. Is it you, chai? You just said chai. I just got you saying. Oh, I go chai. <laughs> Is that chai? But you are my chai. It's just the cherry on top of probably, if not one of, but probably the worst year of my life. And until I can like talk about things like with love and peace of mind, I will probably not talk about what's happened to me recently, just because I'm kind of filled with like anger and exhaustion. And until I can, you know, be like, okay, this is what ha I will eventually talk about it, obviously, like. Duh, but um, until I can be like, this is what happened, and if anyone else has gone through this, like, this is how you should get through it. Um, but until I can do that, I will not be talking about what happened to me. Just going through the emotions. Yeah, I'm, well, I mean, most of this year I have uh, just kind of swept, like, a lot's happened to me this year. A lot of just, like, you know, like, a lot of slap in the face, just, like, over and over and over. And so I've just swept down the rug and kept going because that's what I have to do to, like, get through life. And also, like, I have to work and, you know, I can't disappear, do any of that or take a break. Um, but now, like, the rug is kind of, you know, dirty and overflowing into the room. And now there's shit on the walls and everything's getting torn apart. So now I feel like I need to deal with that um, and clean that up. So going into the new year, I, you know, don't have this, like buried deep down anger resentment depression anxiety all that stuff so i will be you know i'm going back to therapy dealing with everything that has happened to me this year and i will eventually tell you guys everything i wrote it down in my journal like earlier this morning like pinpoints of like what i've been through this year and what i want to work on so one podcast i will bring that out 
and I will spill, but until, like I said, I can come with it, like, um, at a state of peace, um, then I'm just going to keep it to myself. <laughs> I just want to hug that you. Makes sense. Don't. Fuck, I really should have gone after you because <laughs> what am I supposed to say? I mean, I... You should be like, we don't give a fuck what Ian's going through. No, I feel like you've also, you like, think going through stuff too. Yeah, you have too. a lot of stuff too. Yes and no, I mean, I went away again for another week um, <laughs> to go back to Jersey again and that was so traumatic and it's like, wasn't even like my situation that I had to deal with, but um, I think I should have keep today's thing nice and chill i did pilates this morning the woman i told logan earlier came up to me and she wasn't even like you know how they sometimes go oh i see you're doing a little modification you know she just goes up to me and she goes are you okay oh my god <laughs> what i was like oh <laughs> i guess you're like well i was <laughs> i was fine actually my back is hurting from this position but um, <laughs> that happens. They really, like, they can be mean sometimes. The Pilates instructors in LA are different. They're ruthless. They're different. They are ruthless. Yeah. I feel like if you're not a regular and, like, you just come in yeah. as a, mm-hmm. you know, one-time type, one-off thing, they're like, what yeah. the fuck are you? No, yeah. I use ClassPass because, yeah. for me, I don't like to go to the same place. It just feels like Groundhog Day to me if I go to the same place too many times, so I like to switch it up. But yeah, no, she, she definitely was giving me the eye right when I walked in. I was like, what did I, I came in right at the time that I was supposed to be there. I wasn't like late, but also another thing I was driving earlier and I fucking love it. I fucking love it when I'm driving and I'm trying to turn and then there's like pedestrians crossing the street and someone's like honking their horn at me because they want me to go. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, wait till they, wait till they fucking see this. Yeah. And then I like turn, but I allow it to like, so that they can see the pedestrians are there so that they feel like a horrible person. And it makes me look like such a good person. I just hate drivers in LA. Like I really do. <laughs> I also hate myself driving in LA. So. Yeah. I think I, I'm just really scared of driving. I think I realized that. I think lately I've kind of gained a fear of driving too, especially on the highway. Like sometimes I'll find myself avoiding the highway and I'll even take, I'll set my ways to mm. avoid freeways Mm-hmm. And I'll just leave a little bit earlier because, like, the highway stresses me out. I always, I try to. If I can avoid the highway, I won't. Yeah. I won't. Like, are you, you know, like, every time we go to West Hollywood or Hollywood or whatever, I'm always taking the canyon. Yeah. yeah. I'd rather take the canyon anyway. It's and pretty. And you have, like, the windows down, yeah. music, yeah. Yeah, not to be, like, very um, Debbie Downer, but how many people die a day from driving in L.A.? Like, I'd rather just stay home. In L.A., it's probably, like, a lot. I'm gonna say a hundred thousand. I actually am curious on this. Hundred thousand a day? There's no way. Oh hell no! Better not be. And the whole like tri-state of LA, maybe. Not a day. Maybe the U.S. I feel like that's no, probably in not the even hundreds. That. Yeah, I'm probably like way over. Hundred thousand people no, a day. No, I'm really die. bad at also guessing. Like I never won those games where you like count all the marbles yeah. in the jar. <clears throat> I actually did win that one time in school. Oh. Or I, didn't, I don't think I guessed the exact number, but I was closest to it. So I didn't <laughs> yeah, I was, I was so over. <laughs> but in 2022, more than 320 people died in fatal car accidents in Los so, Angeles during the year. That's like... And it's one of the deadliest years on record in terms of traffic fatal- fatalities for the city. Oh my god, imagine it was 100,000. <laughs> that would be wild. I don't know. Yeah, that would be wild. I've been around a, a lot of 
lot of car accidents, so I just I, feel like it's up there. They hurry up with the, they need like a subway or something. It's just, mm, I don't I want to drive anymore. I'm scared. People are just so aggressive. I too. feel like the subway might be worse though, in LA. There's <laughs> such a convenience about like a subway in New York. It's not the same. Yeah. It's, it's I didn't even know it existed. Yeah, because in New York you can like get off on like every street and mm. walk somewhere. True. And you're there, but here you'd have to probably still Uber from the train station. Yeah. So there's no point. Yeah. That's okay. I'm still going to drive. Okay. You want to draw? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there she goes. Have you ever gotten an ick from a potential partner or love interest that killed your attraction to them? If so, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I can't tell this one. You have to. I can't. It literally, why would it have asked me then if it didn't want to hear what you had to say? Because I will, that person would be so sad. I think I'm just going to say, I think probably the biggest ick that somebody could give me that would make me lose attraction is like if you've already stated where you're at when it comes to a relationship or something and at first they come off as if they're like super like obviously understanding of that but then they start coming on a little too like strong about yeah. things and it just is like it makes me want to pull away a little bit because i'm like yeah. i already to- i already told you where i was like i feel I like people definitely have that mentality where it's like playing hard to get or like they want what they can't have so i wonder if that has something to do with that do you this is probably bad. When I used to date, at least, um, and I like, wasn't ready for a relationship, I definitely liked attention and like the entertainment. Yeah. But I feel like you don't do that. I feel like you're really good about that. What In what sense, though? Like, like you, you don't just like keep talking to someone for fun if no. you know that it's not going to No, no, no. Anywhere. If I like, know that the vibe is not there, like, even just to like be friends or like friends with benefits or, you know, to just like have fun with that person... Um, then I won't even entertain it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But he does go on lots of dates. <laughs> I do. I feel like I I do dates. I think you like attention. I do like attention. But I, th- and I, I don't even think it's like... I also just like meeting new people. And like I like the opportunity of like seeing if something you know, could, like, blossom with somebody. Mm. So, like, I do feel like I put myself out there. But, I don't know. I think that's one thing that I am trying to do now is just be more, not that I'm not intentional already about the people that I, like, hang around or, like, go out with. Like, I don't just, like, go out with, like, random people constantly. Mm -hmm. Like, I try to, like, see if there's a connection there in the first place, and then I'll be like, okay, great. Like, I'm the type of person, if there's a connection whatsoever, then yeah, I want to meet you. Like, yeah, I want to, like, see where it could go. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm not just, like, dating to, like, date. There's, like, some sort of intention there. <laughs> okay. I don't believe you. Yeah, I it's your ick. Oh, so I have a couple of icks, I think, for men. So over the summer, I was talking to someone, kind of, and... um one of my icks that he gave me, one of my icks, one of the icks that, one of the, 
icks he gave you? Yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of the icks that he gave me was um, he was texting me. He was like, hey, do you want to hang out later today? We can um, go get ice cream and then uh, come back to my place and watch a movie. And I was like, oh, that sounds really cute. I'm going to do that. And when I got over to his place, he was like, um, so what do you want to do? I don't really know what to do. What? <laughs> Didn't he already say what you were going to do? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> and then, actually, the the exact same guy, um, I have a lot of pets, obviously. I have, uh, I actually have four dogs right now, but one of them is going to my mom, and then I have two cats. Um, but uh, we were on FaceTime one time, and he, what, I don't know what we were talking about, but I was like, yeah, I have, um, like, three dogs. And he was like, oh, and that immediately is like a turn off for me like if you're not like yeah. oh my god that sounds like so much fun like i would love to meet them then i don't like you anymore yeah. and honestly that was one of the reasons that we stopped talking that and i talked about this on previous podcasts he called someone his work wife in front of me oh my god yeah that's <laughs> horrible what is yours um something that literally made me unattracted to someone yeah actually probably probably bad breath like for sure listen wait like i know you're like bad breath but i I, i've always been like oh whatever you know yeah sure but one time there's this guy that like i'd previously hooked up with like a few years ago not a few years ago many years ago in high school and then i like met him again out at a bar and like was fully intending on hooking up with him again that night until he literally talked to me and his breath smelled so rank it was like sewage i was like oh my god i and now that's like the only thing that i associate with him mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like if i see a photo of him your breath yeah. like that's all i can think of like if you're a 10 and your breath stinks you're five <laughs> yeah Four. absolutely less than a five yeah yeah it's like that literally just determined me not having sex with him like that's how gross that was like mm-hmm. absolute turn off who lets it get to that point especially if you're drinking always have gum or like a mint or something because like you know alcohol does that to you yeah which is just like sense. yeah but that's true but like if it smells that bad then there's something he might have some deeper. like cavities he and probably has cavities are also like definitely floss. maybe like doesn't brush his tongue or something, something yeah was up. i was like flossing is like honestly everything mm. like if you don't floss then like your breath is gonna smell eventually mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how much you brush your teeth yeah. Notes. Mm. Disgusting. Write it down. Oh, and also my current boyfriend <laughs> plugs. I mean, I'm not, this doesn't make me an attraction. I just think it, I'm always like scream when he does it. But whenever there's an ambulance, he goes like this. He plugs his ears. <laughs> and for those people not watching the video, he plugs uh, his ears on both sides. Yeah, it makes me scream. But then he stopped. He stopped doing it, which it's still like not really helpful because every time an ambulance passes, he just goes. Wasn't there another ick that you... you oh, he ick? put the tissue in his... Oh, oh yeah. my God. Does he have, like... Well, that was different. Like, that... Does I he have ear sensitivity or something? Like, what I is it with loud noises? So. Like, he has to plug his ears. I don't know. He's not going to bust an eardrum. Yeah, maybe he's... Because <laughs> he does, like, music stuff. Maybe he's, like, worried that he's going to mess his ears up or something. I don't think so. I don't he's do that. Like I do music. Fan. He's just... He's silly. It makes me laugh. It makes me giggle. And it's not the point where I'm like... Ugh. But, yeah, those are my eggs. Okay. All right. Shall next. we pull again? Yeah, next question. Where oh. do you find your purpose in life? 
Where do you find it? I feel like I know where I want to find it, but I don't feel like I have found it yet. Or, like, at least doing what I'm doing. Mm. So where do you want to find it? This is so deep. Um, I would like to be able to, like, start companies that, like, have some sort of um, philanthropic aspect to them so that I could, you know... I always say, like, with the hat company, I eventually would love to be able to provide free therapy to people who can't afford it because I feel like everybody should be in therapy and, like, it's just, like, a great tool and, you know, asset to have. Um, But I would like to be able to start a company and it be successful enough that I I could give, like, a portion of, Mm. like, the profit to Mm -hmm. some sort of foundation that would beneficial to that's nice but like i just the purpose in life i guess would be you know being able to give back because i think that is the most fulfilling thing that you could could do Mm -hmm. um and that would make me happy but also just like doing something that i love to do and like knowing that that is like also helping people Mm, yeah that would be very fulfilling Mm -hmm. (laughs) i would love to do that Maybe you can do that with your plant shop. One day. um, Finding your purpose in life. Is this like more like advice to them or just explaining what we would... Because for me, I don't really... Maybe both if you want. Okay. Yeah, I don't really know exactly yet what my purpose in life is. I know it's like in a creative direction. You're like a very creative person. Um... I'm just trying a million different things. I think you guys see that all the time. Like, I'm just trying. And I'm trying to figure out what it is that I, like, love and I like and, like, see what works. The strike's over, so. I know! It's so exciting! Can act again. Love that. Excited for that. Um, But, yeah, I guess advice and finding your purpose in life. Obviously, this is very cliche, and I think I've said this in another podcast episode before, but just, just trying different things every day. Like, you have to. Mm-hmm. I know that, like, sometimes life feels like, you know, you're stuck and you can't you can't do things. Or maybe because you don't, like, believe in yourself or you feel like everyone else is doing it. But it's just, like, just try it. Yeah. You have to. Because it's, like, you don't know. At the end of the day, if it, like, makes you happy. Happy! If it makes you happy. If it makes you happy, then, then it doesn't matter if everyone else is doing it. Mm-hmm. That's true. I think overall my um, purpose in life is to uh, give a home to or find a home to animals. I've kind of like my mom kind of does that and growing up I didn't really understand it. I like was like there's always animals around. It's kind of annoying. They're always like messy and all of that stuff. But uh, now that you know I started you know having my own animals and then rescuing now I can't stop and I, I genuinely do believe that like everything that I'm doing is going to eventually lead up to me having like a really big farm that will also be like a rescue home for a bunch of animals that I will keep or try to uh rehome and I also like with that I want to hire workers that um maybe have had like a hard time in life or um people in school who like really need flexible hours stuff like that I guess like helping animals is probably my base thing. I mean, I want to help people too, but they're, I just feel like animals are the most purest form mm-hmm. of anything uh, on this earth. Like, they're not here to be evil or hurt anybody. They, all they want is love. So, 
I think that's my purpose in life. But also, I do believe I'm supposed to be super creative and awesome and sexy and fun and, you know, be <laughs> a light in someone's life. You could call your shelter bird's nest. I could, yeah. yeah. That's cute. Yeah, my farm. Yeah. It'd, be, it'd be a farm. A haven. That was a really good answer, and I felt selfish when I answered. Both of you guys picked something really nice. Well, you know, your purpose doesn't always have to be about, you know, someone else. Sometimes it's good that your purpose is about you. I think yeah. right now it is, but I maybe think in the all future. of our yeah, I think like all of our purposes are to feel fulfilled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like do something that we love to do. Yeah, I just want to do something memorable or something that makes other people feel good or inspired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also want to be iconic. That's like that's just more of a want instead of a purpose, but that can be a purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do feel like I'll live on forever. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to yeah, leave some legacy. sort of legacy, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. Do you guys want to do another wholesome one, or do you want to go to Unhinged? I want to do one more wholesome, since I think it was two, right? Mm-hmm. You pulled the other one, anyways. Mm-hmm, yeah. You mm-hmm. pull it shy. Oh, I really don't feel like drawing. I mean, he can draw. All right, you this. I want to do this handwritten one. <laughs> <laughs> Mental health. In what ways do you think your parents could have parented you better so that you could have had less trauma as an adult? Oh, I feel like oh I've answered God, this before. This is a very serious pod. <laughs> I think that I've talked about this before, but since my parents were divorced, since I was three, um, their relationship was always really bad. And they would like kind of talk badly about each other to us as kids. Mm. Wow. Um, and I think that that's just not okay whatsoever. No. Um, and I think a lot of parents nowadays do a way better job at um, co-parenting and making it amicable, at least in front of the kids, and like not letting the kids see anything um, bad behind the scenes that might be going on, um, which I highly respect and I think that that is how it should be um, because like there's so much trauma that you hold on to as a kid that like follows you into adulthood that like we don't even realize until we get to a certain age and we're dealing with it ourselves that we're just like why do I feel this certain way about this and you dig deeper and you're like oh well, I remember like my mom used to say this about my dad my dad used to say this about my mom and I'm like I don't I didn't think that that would probably trigger me but it comes up a lot now like in my head and I'm just like oh, that sucks like I wish that hadn't happened so I think that that's probably my main answer mm-hmm. and also putting I had uh, I have two older brothers who are related to me by blood and they're seven and eight years older than me so they were way more aware of what was going on and I think a lot of times they were put in the middle of it a little bit and I think that that is absolutely unacceptable just to do to a kid um i think that i got off easy with it because i didn't see everything that was going on and i wasn't really aware of things but i was privy to you know as i was getting older like still dealing with their hatred of each other yeah but they definitely like and they're like great great guys i don't and they don't deal with anxiety the way that i deal with it which is so weird like i'm really the only one of us three that has anxiety um but they're very much like oh my god everything's gonna be fine like it always turns out okay 
like very happy with like the bare minimum which is like such a great trait and characteristic mm-hmm. and I think I'm more of that type of person who's like I need everything like to be like good but yeah. like I'm becoming hopefully like happy with little like less you know what do you mean like linger you just like kind of linger on things or you think about yeah I'm like oh I could always I always want more yeah you know Mm -hmm. I'm I guess never like fully content with something Mm -hmm. um but yeah that's getting on a tangent but that would be my (laughs) answer yeah no I I would say for me communication for sure Mm -hmm. like is the whole reason that I am the way that I am like, <clears throat> I just remember, like, looking back at me as a young child, and most it's mostly my dad. And, I mean, you, you have to understand, like, it's a different generation, you know? They were raised differently. They probably got it worse than what they gave us. And it's really interesting. I was just talking to someone about this the other day, but it's, like, that whole generation, they just, like, don't deal with anything. They it's don't sweep on the run. Yeah, that's just, like, how they deal with it. Because their parents, their parents probably never were like trying to sit down and be understanding. And I feel really lucky to be in this generation that everyone is, I don't know, seeing, hey, like this, we need to break like this cycle. We mm-hmm. need to like heal our trauma so that the next generation doesn't have to put up with this. But also, maybe we can get into that too because I feel like kids are starting to get disrespectful, which I feel like there's a fine line. Yeah. But, anyways, back to what I was saying, my dad with communication, it, was really bad growing up a lot of screaming a lot of yelling whenever I didn't understand something he would just get frustrated really easily and um I realized that it it's impacted me because that's how I communicate especially to like my family members or even my partner and when I was going to therapy and you know I came to confront it and I was like hey this is like something that I actually like want to fix that I'm aware of like I yell and I scream and I can't stop and she was like Mia like you understand the reason that you yell is because you don't feel like you're being heard like that's why you're yelling it's like there's no other way around it like you just don't feel understood you don't feel heard and you think that if you raise your voice like they're gonna understand you more I'm like yeah you're right that's so true Mm -hmm. so I've been trying to not react in that way I fully get that from my dad I would say that my mom like was a lot better in that way where she I don't know she wasn't really trying to understand why I was feeling a certain way. Do you ever see those, like, videos of, like, parents now and they're, like, doing gentle parenting? And they're like, well, what are you feeling right now? And, like, can you explain why? It's, like, there was never, like, a step-by-step like that for yeah. me. It was just, like, I don't mm-hmm. understand, but in a rhetorical way. Like, why are you being this way? Like, very yeah. gaslighty. It's more, like, I feel like they're more so practicing. And they're even talking about this in some schools now, which I think is great. Yeah. More, like, practicing mindfulness and, like, you're actually like getting in touch with your emotions and right. feelings as a right. kid which I think is so beneficial right and yeah I just don't like the rhetorical like thing where it feels like it's diminishing my feelings when someone asks a question like that where they're like what's wrong you know yeah. because you don't genuinely care what's wrong Right. it makes me feel like the reason that I'm upset might be stupid which is trickled into you know my current relationship whenever it's like what's going on now it's like that like makes mm-hmm. me feel like my dad is talking to me all over again and it makes me angry it makes me mad mm-hmm. because it feels like he doesn't want to hear it, like it brings back to the point where it's like my dad doesn't actually want to hear why i'm upset so it makes me lash out when that's not like the best reaction 
Yeah. I also agree with... Because, like, I was talking to this with Grace when she came over um, earlier. Grace is a mutual friend of ours. Yeah, Grace is a mutual friend. Um, <laughs> These people don't know who Grace is. Grace, of course. Um, oh, sorry, babe. I think with, that we forget, since we're products of our parents and how they you know, taught us, I think that there's like a big part that forgiveness plays on our part for them mm-hmm. because we forget that they're experiencing life for the first time as well. Mm-hmm. But like we hold, like I, I hold a grudge against, I think I did at some point, like a little bit of, not a grudge, but like resentment towards my parents mm. because it'd be like, what the fuck? Like, why did they have to do that? Or like, why did this have to go this way? Like, why did I not get to live with my brothers growing up and like have to move to like a whole other place? But like, they were living their life too. Like they were doing the best yeah. that they knew to do. So... I don't know I think that that plays a, a big role in it too but like at least we have the tools now to be able to you know therapy and like now mental health is very well talked about and yeah. stuff like that like back then it wasn't like whatsoever especially not with with their parents and them growing up mm-hmm. so at least now that we have the tools to like heal from those things you know we can make those changes so that we're not putting that on our kids one day yeah which is thank god Mm-hmm. That is rough. Mm. Anyways, I totally agree with what you're saying. Thank you. Shy? <clears throat> What's your trauma? <laughs> um, I love... My parents are like angels on earth, and I love them so much. Both my parents um, have been very honest and open with me about how they grew up. Um, and both my parents have been through pretty unspeakable things um and they both have their own trauma and it's kind of the same as like but that generation didn't talk about mental health or didn't talk about like that that was not okay to have been done to you or said to you or um that situation was okay like they didn't know that so i think honestly though i had like how do i explain this i um i think that my parents being parents for the first time and have gone through everything that they have gone through they really like absolutely did an amazing job and were always very supportive there was like you know times where I was like I would lash out because I felt like you know like I I have a lot of um mental disorders and stuff like that I um I was an autistic child but I wasn't diagnosed with autism until um I was in my 20s however or I'm in my 20s now but my early 20s but um I I don't think my parents understood that I was autistic and sometimes the things that I understood or said um like sometimes I would say something and they would think I'm being disrespectful but it's just my tone of voice and um how I interpreted uh other mannerisms or other behaviors was very different than other people and I wasn't an obvious autistic child so I got into trouble a lot for my actions and the way I spoke and I didn't even understand it for a while like in my mind I was like no but I I mean this so genuinely like why is it coming out this way that's a whole other rabbit hole but I didn't even know about autism or being an autistic child until I was in high school and a counselor uh brought me in one time and she was like 
have you ever like thought that you might be this and at first I thought it was like the biggest insult you know I was like why would you say that to me (laughs) (laughs) I was like what um but then you know I started to read more about it and I still like pushed it aside I was kind of ashamed of it for a minute um and I have other things that I don't really talk about that much I have DID which is disassociative identity disorder which is like a form of BPD and stuff like that and having all that as a child especially growing up in a town that I grew up in the middle of bumfuck Oklahoma like we don't talk about mental health we shotgun beers and shoot pigs and drive our trucks and you know do all that shit we don't talk no one talks about anxiety or mental health and I also like have extreme social anxiety so like and I was also in a lot of activities because my dad's a basketball coach and a track coach and a football coach so I'm like always going to all these events and I would always like freak out and all of that stuff and I think my parents just the way they were raised was like get over it like you'll be fine life moves on like I remember one time in high school and my mom is probably the most precious human being like I want to protect her at all costs but she her parents are very mean people and they always have been even to me uh, and I'm their grandchild they've always been very mean people and I remember one time going to my mom I was in high school I just been through a lot of bullshit and I was like hey mom like I think I'm not doing okay I think I'm depressed and the only thing she had to say to that was like everyone's depressed you'll be fine so I think there was just like just the way they were raised you know and also them being parents for the first time and having a child that like you know has disorders that they don't necessarily know about or know how to deal with or aren't talked about um but honestly um I love my parents so much like I I'll cry talking about them they are you know pure human beings and I love them so much and they did their best and I think I turned out a-okay dealing with stuff but a-okay oh. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like to be touched yeah <laughs> unhinged yeah please she's done with this meaningful shit was that a good answer? That's a, yeah. Okay. I mean, no trauma, but that's still good for you. Oh, I have trauma. This one's fun. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Sorry, what? She was like, you don't have trauma. I was no, like, oh. no trauma from that your parents gave you, which I said was good. Yeah, no, I am very lucky my parents are still together and, you know, in a loving relationship. That, that you guys talked about divorce a lot. And, mm-hmm. Anyways, anyways, unhinged. Okay. Straight guys wanting to experience ass play with their girlfriends. What, like tips and stuff? Like, I guess if they're, like, are they scared? Like, oh. if they're scared to do it. Ask. <laughs> ask, do it. Yeah, like ask, but also don't be embarrassed about it. I think we've talked about this too before, but if, I don't think a lot of men are aware that like, females have a clitoris. And men, men are not aware. Men have a prostate. Yeah, they do not know that. Men have a prostate, and that is the male G spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that is found up your ass, and you're missing out if you're not, yep. you know, backed by science. Fucking around with it. <laughs> I think a lot of men uh, are ashamed of like wanting their ass asshole touch just because they think it makes them yeah. gay even when which is so stupid. that's not the shit so what stupid. makes you gay is having sex with other men that's what makes you gay yeah but also or bi or, bi. Need to be or pan or whatever 
you need to be comfortable enough in your sexuality that you realize that. Yeah. Because but just because you like your ass touched does doesn't not make you gay. gay. But and if you like to have sex with women, but you want a finger up there, that is totally fine. And most of us girls are going to be totally fine with yeah. doing that. And that's the same for getting pegged. Because guys also think... <laughs> well, because guys also think to themselves... Um, Zero to all. Because pegged... Like, if you get pegged... She's always talking about <laughs> I know, every... Listen, guys think, oh, if I'm getting pegged, it's in the shape of a penis, so that must make me gay. I'm like, no, a girl's doing it and something's just up your ass. It also doesn't have to be in the shape of a penis. It doesn't have to, but... There's multiple... There's multiple sex toys that are not in the shape of a penis that you can put up your ass that will like what i'm very curious tell them they have this one where it like wraps around your balls and then it also like wraps i don't know it's like your balls and then your gooch and then it goes like in your ass (laughs) your gooch yeah like your like your taint area oh anyways it like wraps around your balls kind of like a ball gag and then it's like (laughs) interesting Cage is that what they're called? Um, like a little cage? Like, is it a ball? Not a ball gag. Ball gag. A, a ball gag is what they put in your mouth. Yeah. You mean like the little like... Cock oh, ring. Yeah. I mean a cock ring. Kind of like a cock ring. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> and then it goes like... Like there's a little thing that goes around your taint. And then it, it's like a dildo thing-esque. Mm. But it's not in the shape of a dick. And then it kind of just like, you know... Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, anyways, asking your boo thing to let you touch his butt? No, no, no. No. <laughs> Being a guy and asking your Yeah, your there, you okay, there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed. Just do it. And if she has a problem with it, that's on her. If yeah. she's like, what are you, gay? Tell her to shut the fuck up and go find someone who will touch your ass. Yeah. That's her trauma. That, yeah. Because maybe she's had a boyfriend that turned gay. Yeah. Mm. So, but like, if my future partner um, asked me to finger his ass, I've never done it before, um, but I will give it my best shot. Especially while you're like sucking dick. If you're if the, you're like sucking dick and then you like reach down there and like you're fingering their ass, I guarantee you they're gonna come way faster. Mm-hmm. Anyways, and Amia's done it, so she likes yeah. it. Oh, she pegs all the time. I <laughs> no, she doesn't. She wants to, but she's fingered assholes. Men's That's assholes. That's what she wants for Christmas. Like this between shiny boobs, I can just see their boobs right there, and then your face. Her molly milkers. Molly milkers. Is that where Santa's getting his milk from this year? Oh my god! Oh my god! Wow! Milk and cookies. I wish I was lactating. Oh. I wish I was pregnant. Wish someone would impregnate me. I don't what? wish that for you right now. Let me ask you guys a question. I would not mind. What is the worst thing someone could do to you that would still turn you on? Spit in my face. I've had someone cheat on me and still be turned on by them, so. No, I think that's like an immediate turn off for me. Like, I, I don't, I wouldn't fall out of love with the person, but like, I would just not be sexually interested in them anymore unfortunately someone has cheated on with me and i'm like do you want to fuck again (laughs) 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 oh my gosh i just feel 
like we should make a little compilation of. <laughs> <laughs> we should make a compliment. Compliment. Compilation. Compilation. Compilation of every single episode because I'm pretty sure in every single episode I have said, still haven't had sex yet. No one's fucking me. No one's eating me out. No one's sucking on my mommy milkers. I'm pretty sure every single episode. <laughs> what was the question? I um, forgot it. Sorry, <sighs> um, worst thing that someone did to you to turn you on? I think I want to. Ex- no, I was like, I kind of want to be slapped. But then again, not I not on the don't. face or on the face. Maybe. It would have to be in, like, a safe space where, like, it's talked about first. I kind of want to do some Fifty Shades of Grey type shit. Mm. Yeah. And I feel like that could be the bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, maybe kidnap me. Oh, my God. <laughs> you are a kinky motherfucker. You really are. Like, come in the night and, like, put a bag over my head and I'd be like, please. And then maybe if, like, he took the bag off my head and he was, like, hot, I'd be like, oh. Well, hi there. I'm, I would be scared to look at her search history because <laughs> I guarantee she looks at some crazy. Well, I porn. really clear it. Do you, well, okay, good. But do you, do you watch porn often? I wouldn't say like an unhealthy amount. I think a normal amount. Okay, well, fine. Do you have basically? I what's your like top search if you don't mind sharing? Um, lesbian porn. Okay, well that's typical for girls. Okay, second one. Kidnapping. <laughs> yeah, I'm like curious if it's on no, there. I like I like um submissive and dom. Stuff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. What you guys? What do you guys like? Uh my probably number one go to is hard rough sex. Really? That doesn't do it for me. I like when it looks painful for the girl. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Okay, wait, there's a, there's a whole psychology behind it. Women who are very dominant or alpha in their leading life like to experience things um, um, like pain or mm. they watch. This, this is uh, very sensitive to viewers, but I'm going to say it because it is science. Some women um, who are very strong in their leading life like to watch hard, rough sex or rape porn or kidnapping porn just to experience um a state of submissiveness and that is a fact just for the viewers i'm sorry if that triggers you but it's there oh my gosh trigger warning wait really that's crazy yeah yeah no it's a it's a psychological fact that like actually a lot of people go to therapy and they feel like that's wrong but you know you know it doesn't it's not it's not saying that you want those things to necessarily happen to you it's just you want to not be in control for once which is a fucked up way of thinking about it but it's proven it's been out there it's been on many other podcasts i've listened to it yeah well my kidnapping answer wasn't in relation to that i was just saying i was making a joke I don't want you guys to think that I, like, want to be kidnapped for that. No, that's what I'm saying. You don't want those things to actually happen to you. It's just that if you feel like you're too in your masculine. Oh, I see. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Logan. Um, I would probably say... I don't really 
No, I don't watch a ton of porn. Like you on Twitter. Yeah, like you're Twitter. on the Twitter. <laughs> Twitter's just easier. You just scroll through, you see a bunch of different oh stuff. Oh my god, no, like his, really? no, his Twitter is crazy. Yeah. It's literally like wow. so um, many dicks and cum and cream, cream. I like cream. Okay, like, I, like the thing that turns me on like the most probably is just like a lot of cum. Oh. So you like? Like, <laughs> what's it called? Just like cum. I would if I were like on like you like just I'd like looking just look at up, it. Like, I'd probably just look up, like, cum shop. Oh. You're just, like, looking at it? No, like, obviously, like, <laughs> seeing it funny. happen, but, like... There's know, a thing where everyone's, like, doing it to one person. Oh, like, no, no, it's called a... Blue yeah, that I don't really, like, like. I just... I don't watch, like, a lot of threesome stuff or, like, things like that. It's usually, like, oh, just, like... I like, I like threesomes. People, I like threesome stuff. A, what's it called? A bukkake? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I'm remembering correctly. Mm-hmm. Was that the question? I think it was about porn. No, I asked that about porn. Oh. But the question was, oh, what got... is the worst thing someone can do to you and you'd uh, still find attractive? I see. You said hit you. Oh, I said spit in. I answered that one. Spit. He just like, he talks about spit all the time. I do not. What are some... Not r- you doing it. What are some obvious red flags that you guys would ignore and still, like, go after that person? Or like that person? Or fuck that person? Um, probably just emotional unavailability. Unavailability. Probably just emotional unavailability. I like that one. I didn't say it right. <laughs> Hold, on. Hold on. We know it. We know what you're saying. I know. But Emotional. That I have a, a tongue thrust or like a, a weird. Some thing. guy literally said I have a speech impediment, and then <gasps> asked me on a date. Wait, can I show you what somebody said when Justin posted? Um, our friend Justin. I was with him this past weekend, and he posted a story of me and at dinner. Mm-hmm. And I was smiling because, one, I was drunk and laughing. I was, like, laughing so hard that I was crying. And somebody messaged Justin the morning after and says, he makes me feel better about my overbite. (laughs) Randall? Uh, Like, some random little gay twink that he had talked to before. Oh. And I'm like, it's not even that bad, but it's because when I was smiling and laughing so hard, you couldn't see my bottom teeth. It was like, that is know. so. People have a lot of nerves. I'm like, are you kidding? And I don't think he necessarily meant it in a bad way because I looked at this kid's page and he has an overbite. So I think that he was. I'm choosing to believe that he was saying like, oh, he's cute, even though he has an overbite. But That's I have still- Invisalign <laughs> and it's being fixed. Okay. So I don't want to hear shit. But also, like, it's normal. Like, I have an overbite. I'm not fixing it. It's normal. <laughs> he makes me feel better about my overbite. I'm sorry. I really like your smile. There's this guy that responded. This guy. My ex-boyfriend from high school. <laughs> this guy. <He> DM'd me. <laughs> this guy. DM'd me uh, responding to that story of us together where I'm going like this. Oh, yeah. And he goes, um me and him would get along swimmingly and i was like <laughs> so you're gay like is that what you're trying to tell me and also leave me alone like i don't even follow him and guess what 
guess what I did? I fucking turned on my airplane mode so I could read the message so he didn't see that I saw it. And then I turned off my airplane mode. And then the <laughs> next day, the message was gone. He deleted it. And then he followed me. He, like, unfollowed me and then refollowed me. So that was You're it. absolutely joking. That is... I'm like, I... What is... What am I supposed to do? We would get along swimmingly. Is he gay? Is he gay? Well, no, I did ask that with him. Yeah, probably. He's saying he's probably because, um... Because you stink? Because he stinks? Yeah, so that means he stinks? Either he stinks or he's gay. No, I was but, pretty sure that he was bi... Um, just in general, I thought he was bi. So maybe, maybe he's gay. Bye. Whatever. What a random. That is, yeah, that is interesting. What's the most random out there crazy DM? Oh, we know you've gotten. Some. I would love to hear yours. I don't read my DMs anymore. Well, should we read them now? No. <laughs> oh my I'm god, your request. So your request probably looks insane. Um. I mean, I've had some pretty like famous people on things. Look, I mean, I have a lot. Like, I couldn't. There's not a number. I think one of my weirdest requests, ish. I guess. Um, I mean, I get DMs all the time. Like, show me your fucking pussy. Show me your ass. Show me your tits. You're a fucking whore. Show me your pussy. Like, whatever. I get those all the time. But one time, and you probably know about this. Someone, um asked like dm me and was like hey can you send me a video of you drowning so i can jack off to it oh my god did you do it no no it's great because that's like a kink I, it also happened to um, Our, a friend of ours yeah, yeah. A friend of ours too drowning yeah i would have been like name your price I probably have some really first of all I have a thing with water I don't like to be in it so that was definitely a no what what do you mean yeah I like um well I mean like I'll be in the pool as yeah, long as like, I can touch like, yeah I have a thing with that too if I can't touch and I or it's more so if I can't see the bottom or yeah I can't see what's under me that freaks me out I think it's pools are fun oceans not no I mean, I like to be around water, or I like to be on a boat. Yeah. But I won't be. I don't like to be on a boat for like a long period of time. Like I feel like one of my biggest fears would be stranded in the middle of the ocean. I'd rather die. Yeah. Oh, you will die yeah. if that happens. I'd probably off myself though before I died of natural causes. I don't. I don't think I could kill myself, like would, drown myself. Even if you thought there was hope that maybe a helicopter would. Not a helicopter. Someone would come. And you. Well, I would wait a while. Yeah. But like, after a certain point, if I'm. Wait, you just said that you would rather die than be on a boat stranded because you're gonna die. Yeah, but I'd rather. <laughs> I'd rather die because I killed myself than. A die shark like eats you. A shark or drowning because the, the boat's sinking. Like the Titanic, I think about that a lot. That's no, my. I would have if I was on the Titanic, I would have off myself somehow. The Titanic is my Roman Empire. I honestly think about it a lot. I'm like, what I would do. This whole episode is a trigger warning. <laughs> this, whole, this whole episode is all over the place. What was the original question? Can't remember. Oh, my DMs are fucked. I know they're fucked, but there, there's too many for me to go through. Was that I. Question? No, that wasn't the original oh. question. <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> Great episode, guys. 
<laughs> love you guys thank you so much for tuning in to all of our podcasts or this podcast um if you haven't listened or watched the other ones please go watch go listen it's a fun time we talk about a lot of different shit um you can watch it on youtube you can listen to it on spotify follow us on instagram two girls one gay podcast and follow us on tiktok two girls one gay podcast and everybody have a fantastic rest of their week love, love you ya.